What's up, everybody? Hello, welcome to the, I guess, season finale of From the Inbox Podcast. Can you tell that I'm smiling? Yeah, first season is over. I know it was kind of self-declared, I guess, and uh, out of the blue. But yeah, this is the final episode of season one from the Inbox of Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And what a way to finish off the series because I have an interview with, I guess, the biggest act so far in my career, which is UK electronic duo Jungle. They just put out a new album called Loving in Stereo on August 13th last week. And uh, I got a chat with them back in July. And uh, now I'm ready to share with you. Yeah, it's a little dated, but we still talk about the new album, their upcoming tour, all of that fun stuff. Uh, it is featuring one half of Jungle, I should say, Tom McFarland. Really cool conversation. Had a lot of fun chatting with him. Uh, and yeah, it's a great show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope you enjoy both this conversation and his accent. Let's be honest, it's a really nice, soothing voice, even more than mine. Yes, I, I went there. And now I, I know this is the end of season one, so there's hopefully going to be a, a season two. I haven't quite figured out yet. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I'm redeveloping the show a little bit. I want to do something a bit bigger and better and more interesting and but still involve the artists because this is what the show's about is the artists themselves. So um, yeah, I'm going to let you know how that goes. Uh, don't forget to follow me on socials to kind of keep up with that. If you want to find me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, I'm posting on all four of them. Just, uh, just to keep in mind, just keep me in your mind, I should say, about what's up and coming. And if you want to be really part of the club, I highly suggest joining my Patreon. So right now it's four bucks a month. And with that $4, you get access to exclusive Discord server, my From the Inbox extended edition, which I make every single Monday with even more of my favorite tracks of the week. Um, it's a real treat, honestly. As well, you have access to an album and concert schedule. You can choose your city if you'd like. Right now, it's Toronto, Ottawa, and um, the albums are, of course, whatever things on my radar. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, you get some merch. You get discounted on future merch because there is more merch coming. There's a new drop on the way, so don't forget to do that. And yeah, like, and you just get to support me directly, the music directly. It feels good. $4 a month. That is less than your Starbucks coffee. And you do that like every day, right? And you're only get, you, just once a day, just once a month. Sorry, once a month. It's it's a great way to support the indie community. Um, now that I am doing this, you know, taking the risk, going full full time with this sort of stuff. So I appreciate every penny that comes my way uh, to keep this thing going, the dusty organ thing alive. Yeah, I'm just very excited to share this episode with you. Bring this first season to a close, and I really, really hope you enjoy. My conversation with Tom from Jungle. Here it is. Ten years, so divine my blessings. I injected hope into my lungs and spoke of things I once thought was Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, this is Tom from the band based in the UK, Jungle. Thanks so much, Tom, for joining me. Uh, as you guys know, this is from the Inbox the Podcast. As always, I'm Kane. And uh, yeah, we're sitting down with Tom from Jungle this week because he, uh, him and his partner, Josh, they put out a new uh, record, uh, sorry, new single this week. Uh, Romeo, which features bass uh, or bass, I should say. Is it pronounced? I've never boss. It's, it's actually boss. Boss. That's boss. what he he's his boss. Okay, yeah, you would know better than I do. So I I'm I'm just reading it off of the paper here. But uh new track, and there's a new album coming out this August, which I'm super excited about as well. Um, but firstly, I wanted to ask um with this new single, this is the first feature you guys have done ever in your discography. Uh, was that a conscious decision to kind of hold off? 
for the time or was this something you kind of were planning all along? Uh, what was the thought process? Um, I don't there? think, no, I think, I think you're just waiting for the time to be right and the collaboration and the, the person and the, the way that that artist slots into the journey of making the record um, it's all about how that works out really. So, you know, we're not the sort of band that wanted to just like send a check and a backing track to the States and see what happened. Do you know what I mean? Like um, we met, we met bars backstage at a festival in Coney Island in 2018 and just became friends. And at the end of 2019, we were putting together the kind of final recording sessions for the record in a, in a studio in North London. And yeah, he was like, texted us saying, yeah, I'm in town. And we were like, well, come to the studio, man. So that's how that came about. And I think with collaborating, yeah, it probably takes like a level of confidence in your own artistic, like, you know, your, your own creativity. You've got to be completely comfortable in that to, to, to be a good collaborator because otherwise, you know, you're not, you're not going to bring anything good to the table yourselves. So yeah, maybe it was like a, a bit of confidence that we had, but also just meeting the right people at the right time and him being around to, to sit down and make a cool track together. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it worked out really well. It's a really cool sound. It's a nice shift as well. Like you guys obviously leading into that more hip hop range, which is which is working out very well for both parties. But uh, the rest of this album too, Loving in Stereo, um, it obviously feel, it fits a similar vibe to your previous two records, but how do you feel about this one compared to your other two? Because I know it's a bit of a, you know, a third, a third album is a pretty big step if you think about it. Yeah, we really love it. We're very excited about how it's going to react with with the public i think it's the most energetic kind of forward forward looking uh positive album that we've made and i guess it really feels like we've made the record we've been trying to make for the last two records you know what i mean it kind of like we're at a point now where we're really confident we're obviously like you know eight nine years down the line in terms of being record producers so like the skill set is a bit more polished um you've got some some cool instruments and, you know, able to get some analog gear. And, and I think that's what, that's where we're at. And that's, that's kind of how this record sounds now. I think we're finally at a point where we can really like make the ideas that we hear in our heads a reality rather than sort of like half getting towards them and, but not really having the like ability to make it sound like you've got it in your head. So, you know, we wanted to put a choir on this record and, you know, some of these vocal hooks finally now have like the size and the power that they deserve. Whereas before maybe, you know, Josh and I would be like, so not like bullish, but like we were just like, no, we've got to sing it because it's our thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now it's just like, look, anyone can, anyone can do it. Anyone can like represent us on record. That's awesome. And do you feel like that sort of freedom and flexibility now that you guys have, uh, do you feel that any of that plays into the fact that, you know, you are kind of doing this independently this third time or have you just kind of just been able to access more resources? Probably a bit of both. Like, you know what I mean? We ended up making 14 videos, um, you know, one for every song on this record. And I don't think a record label would have let us do that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. the fact that we're, the fact that we're fully in control of what we want to do artistically is yeah, definitely reflecting the sound of the record. That's awesome. And do you feel like now that you guys are going on tour as well, because you just announced a long stream of tour dates, including Toronto, which is very exciting. I hope to be able to see you guys in October. Um, but are, are you hoping to be able to transfer, as you said, like that bigger sound into your live shows as well? Is that something you've, you're planning this time? Yeah, definitely. The live show is always like a pretty solid representation of what you hear on the record. Um, if not even like a more amplified, more energetic version of that, because I think the songs take on 
different level of energy when there's like a couple of thousand people in the room experiencing that with you and like you know whether they're singing along or whether they're dancing they're essentially like part of that performance for that moment in time right that that every performance is unique because of the people that are are like experiencing it so yeah i mean we're gonna it's gonna be bold it's gonna be bright it's gonna be it's going to look really cool. We're going to introduce some visual elements that people haven't seen before um, from us on stage. So, yeah, be prepared. It's going to be wicked. And awesome. you know, I think everyone's just like, everyone's just ready for it now. So, yeah, the big grin on your face says a lot too. like just how excited you guys are about getting it on the road and uh, heading to the road and stuff again, which is I'm, I'm also just, you know, obviously not as excited, but it's definitely up there too. <laughs> you can um, yeah, there we go. Sure. I'll be excited as Jungle is. <laughs> and going back to those videos, like that's impressive. You guys shot 14 videos. And from my understanding, it was like, what, five days or something like that? Uh, yeah, five shoot less, days. Less than a week. That is, uh, that's a feat. How did you guys pull it off? Um, with a lot of help. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just had an amazing bunch of dancers, two incredible uh, choreographers in CC Nama and Nathaniel Williams. They're just like at the top of their game at the moment in terms of London-based uh, choreographers um, and the team that they put around them, like in terms of their assistance, and it's just amazing, man. Like we were able to work with, pro I reckon, like twelve of the best dancers in this country at the moment, because usually they're all off on tour with huge pop acts. Like a lot of them have been on tour with the Spice Girls, um, you know, huge artists like that on on a global scale. But obviously, because none of that was happening at the beginning of this year, um, we were able to like get them all in the same location and and shoot them for five days. And so, yeah, like having, I think it's just like using the energy that you need to do that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, everything has to be like, like there's, there's no room for like questioning an idea. There's no room for like over analyzing or overthinking something. It's got to happen in the moment. You've got to shoot a video in two hours. So like there's a rawness to that energy. Right. And, and that really translates on the screen. And, and I think it, it just reflects the process of making the record as well like we wanted it to be raw we wanted it we wanted to like capture the ideas in their sort of like earliest most um raw form right and and try not to overthink and overanalyze and over edit essentially because the stuff just ends up sounding you're not ruining good ideas quite quickly basically and so like what we would like on this record is like it's a good idea okay fuck, let's not ruin it let's just sort of leave it um and and once you then like really deeply understand what the idea is because you've just like left it and sat with it and like you just understand where it needs to go better do you feel that over the years you and josh have been able to trust your gut uh, uh trust your instincts more clearly or has that always been kind of part of the jungle mentality with this i think like this record is like the return to that like first album level of like there's no history right so there's no fear and then I think you go through a phase of having a bit of fear and asking questions, which is like generally your second record. Do we change? Do we stay the same? Like how, how are we actually as people dealing with what's happened to us over the last, like last couple of years anyway? Um, and then add in like two breakups and you end up with a record that like is still amazing and it's still really expansive, but it was potentially like less energetic than we imagined ourselves to be. You know, it's like there's a lot of like amazing ballads and slow jams and like psychedelic tracks on that record. But I think once we played them live, it was like, okay, Jungle feels like it should be more up tempo, should be more fun, 
um, and vibrant. And so this record is that, you know, it's up tempo, it's vibrant, it's fun, it's like off the cuff. Um, it feels very youthful to us, you know what I mean? It sort of feels like we, we're, we're back in 2013 making a first record again. That's exciting. Yeah. Nice. Actually, that's a great segue because I wanted to ask you guys too, because obviously musicians and our acts, you always have to evolve and adapt and, you know, figure out new ways to go uh, through your career. But has there always been something that you guys have been holding on since day one, like something that's been tried and true that you still kind of incorporate into your, your songwriting or your music or anything, or even just being, you know, friends making music? Groove, the hundred percent, like everything that we work on, every track that we produce and put out as Jungle, has got a killer groove. Uh, whether it's like a slow song like Cherry, or whether it's like, you know, you look at Keep Moving and all of the time and talk about it on, uh, on the new record, like they've got great grooves because like when we're in the studio writing and editing and playing on these records, like we want to, like it, we just want to be moving, like. We, it's just more fun essentially for us to be in the studio working on tracks that make us make us want to move our bodies and i think is it, it as soon as you find it when you find an idea that like makes you want to move your body like you know it's, it's you know it's a good one and you know that it's one that you should like cherish and look after yeah do you guys often come like in terms of your songwriting process those grooves do you guys kind of uh kind of work on it together or do you bring one to the idea to the table and then josh brings another uh or is it you know very very much a duo duo ship it completely depends man like there are some tracks where i mean <laughs> there are some tracks that are like co-written with people like you know lydia's lydia kitto's done a couple of co-writes on this record in flow as well um look man wherever the source comes from we'll put it we'll put it yeah. in a dish man. like it's all like, about that groove i like it yeah, yeah. nice I mean, and simple like, yeah cool and um one last question too before you, you head off and stuff is um is there anything you know, obviously you guys are just only in your third album. Like it's, you know, it's still fresh in your career if you think about it in terms of longevity. Um, yeah. Is there anything on the jungle bucket list that you guys are hoping to pull off one day or even in the near future? Well, on the jungle bucket list is weird because like, I kind of feel like we've ticked a lot of it off. Like the sort of early ambitions were so small and like in comparison to like the scale of what we've managed to achieve. So like, I don't know, man, jungle bucket list. I mean, obviously, like playing Glastonbury again would be great. You never, you never know if you're going to play Glastonbury. So, you know, that's sort of like the biggest festival in the world, I guess, in our, in our opinion. Um, but I guess also just like, who knows whether we'll even be able to come to Canada. So, like, let's just fucking keep our fingers crossed and yeah, don't jinx it. Yeah, no, but let's look a little bit like less far in the future and just like hope that everything sorts itself out and we can come see you all soon. All right. That's, that's a good answer. Okay. I'll accept that one. I'll accept that. That's great. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks so much again, Tom. I really appreciate it. And uh, keep your eyes or ears peeled people. Loving in Stereo is coming out August 13th. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. August 13th worldwide. It's going to be fantastic. And look for those grooves and those big hooks. That's the most important thing going on in the jungle universe. So uh, yeah. Thanks so much again, Tom. I really appreciate this time you've taken. Cheers, dude. Thanks, man. Have a good day.